What's up, Sam? Hey, Nathan, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. What are you up to? <laughs> Not much. I am uh, just uh, relaxing this weekend. I have the weekend off. No, no weddings for me. Nice. So, um, yeah, Same here. Just in the midst of a bit of an intense workshop tour. Uh, I was in St. Louis and Orlando last week. And um, yeah, then I leave for Detroit tomorrow. So it's quick trips all around, but uh, oh, going yeah. many, many places. I watched yep. your live stream from... I'm loving the live stream. From St. Louis. Dude, live stream have, is the coolest, coolest Have you tried thing. one yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did them all during the um, the blizzard. I did like uh, 50 news Facebook updates. On Facebook or did you periscope it? No, on Facebook. Oh, how did I not see a single one? Uh, you, you were missing out. Everyone that, that is listening that didn't see the reports were, was missing out. Yeah. Well, I think Facebook's doing a pretty awesome job. I The only thing I wish is that they would somehow separate out the live feed uh, video window and everything during and after the broadcast into like its own separate. So it wasn't part of your timeline. Because I feel like with live feeds and photos and videos and links, it's starting to get in pretty uh, you know, you can get saturated. Kind of dense. Yeah, dense on on a, even one single person's timeline. Obviously, that's why they're doing curated algorithms uh, so that not everything you post shows up on everybody that follows you. You know, there. But I, I think even on your own personal landing page, they should have a way to separate that out or something. Um, speaking of which, did you read uh, about the the whole Instagram thing? Literally just about to yeah. bring that up. I think this is a very important topic for us to talk about. We can get to that. In a little bit, maybe, but yeah, yeah, I, I'll note it down for for later. But I, it is. Anyway, are you upset about it? I'm upset. Yes. Oh, I'm not upset at all. I think I'm upset because <laughs> I think it's great. I'm, and the thing is, is like, I guess, I guess that this was inevitable. Uh, I mean, it definitely was inevitable. But I just feel all right. For those who don't know, I guess we'll just talk about this now. For those who don't know, Instagram announced um, that in. I think a few days, a few weeks. Um, I think they've already rolled it out. Has, a bit. Have they already rolled it? Well, yeah. they're they're switching to the Facebook newsfeed style of like curated, um, a curated feed of Instagram photos instead of it just being a stream of yeah. So what every popular, single person has been the more popular posting. posts are going to be floating to the top instead of a, yeah, completely untouched. Uh, generally stream. speaking, photographers are upset with this because. I miss, I I think that it's it definitely could lead to them monetizing it or you know having to pay for I I guess I haven't yeah. really noticed have, has uh, it been uh, announced that that's going to be a thing that they're going to you're going to have to pay to boost your post I don't post. think so yet I wouldn't be surprised if that comes and I I also wouldn't be surprised if they eventually roll out like they just did with Facebook a um uh, a, a spectrum of emotions that you can do other than just hearting a photo I think you'll be able to interact with it in I other agree. Uh, other ways potentially but um yeah I I, I like it I, I think it, it makes it makes it easier because I miss tons of, you know, I follow, you follow more than 200 people and you're just missing a lot of good content. Uh, That's true. It's, I mean, it really, 
uh, I don't know. I, I think it's for the best. Um, and I've also had a really good experience reaching people, showing really my my most interesting content on my Facebook page. It hasn't, you know, not, lack of organic reach hasn't really hurt me that much other than it's made me have to try even harder and put better stuff out yeah. than maybe I would otherwise. But yeah. um, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to read here on this website when they're going to roll it out, but I think it's already out and and, and going. <laughs> I don't know. For me, I just I I really enjoy just the basic idea of it being just a pretty much a timeline of photos that just kind of come in and and the other thing is yeah I don't know I've talked to some other people non photographers about this and they all for the most part, the ones that I've talked to have not liked it because they're going to see those photos anyway. They're going to see every photo anyway because what they do is they scroll infinitely for like five minutes or ten minutes at a time and they'll see everything. Yeah. Um, so having it, having it adjusted to be like some algorithm sounds lame to them. I don't know. Honestly, yeah. I don't use Instagram quite enough to really have like a, an yeah, opinion one way or the other, but I yeah. still feel like it's kind of a step. I mean, it's a step in the wrong direction in my opinion, but it's well, also an inevitable uh, step, I feel like. You have to keep in mind, though, uh, they explicitly said they're not, they're actually, it's a little different in, than Facebook. They're not actually removing or not going to show you, they're not taking away any photos from your feed. They're just reordering. They're them. just reordering. So well, if you, that's not if you as keep bad. going, you'll in theory then actually see it. It's just you're more likely to see the stuff at the top. Gotcha. So um so that's, you know, if nothing else semi positive thing. Anyway, yeah. Uh yeah. The, I mean, we, I guess we were going to talk about something completely unrelated to this anyway, but yeah, but it's pretty crazy. I'm I'm curious to see what happens and I I think it, it gets rid of a bunch, a lot of people just posting for the sake of posting and, and getting not as strong, uh, stuff that, uh, out of the way. That could be one positive of it for sure is that people, if you really want to be noticed on Instagram, you need to step up your Instagram game, I guess. Um, yeah. and the thing is, honestly, the people, the people that I've heard, um, kind of being the most upset about it, uh, tend to be, the I don't know tend to be people that are already very popular on Instagram. So oh yeah, for and sure. I think that I think that um, I've they probably continue to remain popular at, uh, on Instagram, I, and I feel like I hope that I wonder. Yeah, I hope I feel that like they Instagram do. was where the whole culture of like influencers getting freebies and and stuff to promote was uh, that I feel like it really started on Instagram. Yeah. More, or at least it's more common than like, uh, you know. I st I still remember the first time I heard um, a, a couple years ago that somebody was hired, um, like mm -hmm. a, a photo an Instagram person was hired to like go to like all these events and yeah. and uh, and Instagram it. And I was like, oh, that's, I mean, that's kind of awesome. Like, Yeah, people have been hired to go to weddings and Instagram it. <laughs> sure. And I think, honestly, in this, and, and again, this this podcast being kind of focused, you know, it's at least somewhat focused on technology I and kind of pushing the industry forward, I think, like, I think it's cool. I think bringing in social media 
to your wedding is, um, you know, if that's what you're going for, I think yeah. that that's awesome. And I think that that's a natural progression of how, how photography is becoming so much more accessible with, with yeah. a, an iPhone being a very, very powerful camera. Yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah, for sure. Totally. Uh, although I've started to worry a little more in that, you know, it just, it, it causes clients. I mean, you've experienced this, especially sure. with the news stuff that we've shot where clients want the photos like right then and there instantly and they expect yeah. it with zero upcharge or any, any, <laughs> it's just almost expect like literally like the next day is, is too late yeah, for them we, to get their pictures back. And it's like, hum, I mean, Come on, and they're like, "Don't you have Wi-Fi on your on your camera? Can't you just like send it to me?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, I guess I could, but I need it. Need a few I mean, minutes here to like yeah. edit this thing. I want to make sure you're getting the best photo. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Yeah, edit exactly. Well, there's editing involved. There's just curating. When you see the whole collection, you're going to pick the strongest photo a lot easier than just like looking at the back of your camera. And I don't know. It just I hate this instantaneous. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm really glad most wedding clients still seem to be comfortable with a you know three to six week delivery window. Yeah, although I'm surprised I, that hasn't. I know of some photographers. Well, I know of a number of photographers that deliver. You know. Deliver two, all their photos in like a week or, or two. Yeah, but that's crazy. Uh, I mean, it, it's great if they can do it, but there's actually a lot of value, I think, in putting some physical time between when you when you shot the wedding and when you're actually editing the pictures. You know, a, yeah. a week and a half, two weeks to slowly work through them and like detach yourself from the the um, the whole collection is really good. I think it just turns out a better. Uh, you know, when you when you come back and take a look at something you've been working on, I feel like you see it with a, with a stronger perspective. Yeah, I think or, or I think a more so critical too. eye than if you're just the next day jumping in. I know some people that go home and start curating the night of the wedding. Yes, yeah, like, I, I know forth. a number of them that do that. You, it seems to work have, for them. You've got decision fatigue at that point. How can you possibly be making good decisions? <laughs> but, you know, some people it works, but yeah. Um, real quickly, I want to. I want to do. Uh, we have another sponsor read. What? Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think our best approach week, is Sam? to is to pepper these, uh, not just in the beginning, not just at the end, but wherever we want in the whole uh, <laughs> podcast. That way, people can't like you can't skip you know, it, skip it, skip around as much. Yeah, don't skip in fact, it. Maybe I should announce the sponsor read, and we start talking about a whole other topic, and then I'll <laughs> randomly read a sentence or two as as we. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is for the Amity Conference. Amity Conference. I wonder if that has anything to do with like the Amity. Ville movie like you know horror movies yeah i think that's actually in like upstate new york though i don't know i never Amity saw Ville those horror. unfortunately oh wow they're really good the new one is actually really good too nice. uh, there's, a, there's a remake but this is called the amity conference a-m-i-t-y and it's a conference coming up the end of august of 2016 it's august 29th through september 1st in phoenix arizona nice i imagine it's the only or one of very few conferences in in Arizona. Uh, definitely uh, haven't heard of many there, so it's kind of cool. I've, I've actually really started to, um, in my own workshops and stuff, appeal to smaller cities because people just oftentimes feel left out uh, because you know these things tend to gravitate toward big, big cities uh, yep. for many, many reasons. So it's cool to see that Phoenix is uh, being used here. And uh, yeah, I guess they're going to do, how many speakers here? They, it looks like, 
are online. 14? So on amityconference.com is the uh, is the yeah. website. They have a number of speakers that are blank, but right now uh, looks like Sam, you're going to be one of the speakers. Yep, Jenny DeMarco and Julia Julia Gentile. I don't know yeah. who that is, but. I don't know, but uh, 14 speakers overall. I think they're announcing like one new one every week and um, it should be pretty great. I, you know, I can't speak highly enough of, of most conferences I've been to. I don't know that I've ever had a bad experience at one. This will be my first time at, at this Amity conference, but um, yeah, they have registration information on their site and uh, they're bringing in people from um, all over the world, not just local to the U.S. So um yeah, you got some time and you want to network and they have some workshops piggybacking off of this too, like six hour small group workshops. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but you know, check out the website for more info and uh, anything you want to add. Um, well, all that I'll add is that my sister lives right near there. So maybe I'll be there too. What? Yeah. It's four fifty for the conference. And then if you're a student it's 300 bucks. So pretty reasonable pricing considering I saw and <laughs> announced recently that it was like $1,400. Oof. Yeah. This oh is a gosh. steal. I guess that probably includes the lodging. No, no, but I saw another one up in New York. I don't want to say the name because we're not affiliated, but <laughs> that was like 1200 bucks just to attend. Just when, like, good Lord. When is Amity Conference? Amity is uh, August 29th through September 2nd. So okay. it's like a three-day conference, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So Check end, it out. Of, uh, end of August. Through, okay, September 1st, yeah. Check it out. Yay. Okay, let's get back on track. Uh, anything uh, you want to talk about before we dive into our loosely outlined topic of um, working with wedding vendors, specifically? I don't know. So I'm trying to... Videographers. Uh, trying to think if I, if I have any stories to tell before... before you are I'm a good storyteller. Um, <laughs> good storyteller, yeah. Well, I was just thinking about that you know, clients wanting their stuff like instantly. And I like recently did, it was actually like a week or two ago. I did a shoot with, um, did a shoot over at the press club with a, with a client that I work with there a lot. And I always give them photos like really quickly. They want one, they want one or two for social media, like Mm -hmm. the same day. And then the next day they, you know, I normally deliver the photos and, um, they, so like, I do the shoot, goes great, come back home. Um, I'm sort of like, I, I had to run like an errand or two. So, you know, it's been like a couple hours since the shoot. And I get this email from the guy who books us at um, the press club. And he's like, hey, um, the client's like, you know, I just heard the client say like, that Nathan, Complaining we're not someone happy else. With, yeah. with Nathan because he doesn't get us the photos fast enough. And I was yeah. like, what? That's insane. I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? So I, so I emailed him back and I was like, I respectfully disagree. I get these guys' photos like same day. Sometimes I give them the entire gallery in the same day. Yeah. Um, and I was like, and I'm busy tomorrow, so I'm doing that today. Like, so anyway, and... It, it ended up being fine. And of course I, you know, I cranked the photos out in like 30 minutes. Like it was like insane. I like not, yeah. knocked them out, all uploaded. I email the client, Hey, they're all ready. And I get this email back. That's just like, thanks with like a million exclamation points. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck is going on over there? You know? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it just isn't conducive to good work to, to, 
need it yesterday when it was an event shot an hour ago. Seriously. Like, yeah. Anyway. In a way, that's the real downside to social media and, and, and the way things are operating on the internet. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. some photographers can do their best work with that kind of pressure and turn around every single event all the time. And it just weeds out people that can't keep up. I don't know. And I'm wondering but, uh, if, you know, in the future, that's how it's going to be. Like, maybe it'll be easier to get, you know, fully edited, great photos out, fat, like, yeah. much faster than it is today. Well, you know, we've talked about my dream where yes. if a freaking cam camera manufacturer could possibly partner with Adobe to just have some layer of Lightroom, you know, just basic tone curves and maybe a few sliders with the same algorithm that, that Lightroom has. You know, you could upload your preset or something to, to your camera body that would really bring you one step closer to being able to deliver stuff Absolutely. like on the fly. It'd be incredible. It would be really great. I want that. Yeah, me too. But we'll see if that's ever a thing that happens. Too too many people would have to work together for that to, I think, ever actually roll out. But if anybody at Adobe is listening to this podcast. Yes, make it happen. Uh, or talk Nikon. To, talk to us. Nikon, number one. Nikon, number yeah. one. Yes. Um, I wonder what Canon means in uh, Japanese. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I mean, I just kind of thought it was the American word, Canon. I don't think so. No. I know Nikon does it does mean number one in Japanese. Really? So, yeah. So you the, never knew that. So the Nikon one is the one one, <laughs> the number one one. I guess <laughs> yes. That is kind of, well, but they're using the the American word one. So it'd be like if you said one Nikon. You know, Hola, hello. <laughs> I guess is a product name. <laughs> the the Nathan one uno. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway, let's so, yeah. get on to topic here. Yeah. So we're talking about videographers and um, vendors in general today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very rare that I shoot a wedding and I'm the only third-party vendor. I mean, at bare minimum, people are hiring catering to uh, to take care of stuff. Um, more often, they're hiring a wedding planner to, uh, if, if nothing early on in the process, then almost certainly to, to handle things on the day of at least. Mm -hmm. So as, as much as you may want to do everything by yourself, um, or with a team that only you regularly work with, it's kind of impossible. So it just comes with the territory. Now, I think as a wedding photographer, you, you have to know how to work with other vendors in a way that makes them want to work with you and yeah. not, not, um, bad mouth you <laughs> behind your back <laughs> to the, to the client in any way, which I'm sure happens from time to time. I'm sure it but, happens all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it does. And with being the photographer, you're really the only vendor, even more so than the wedding planners that are around the, the client. The yes. You are the around yeah. the client more than the wedding planner is. Yeah. Cause the wedding planner has yeah. got to run around and do a bunch of stuff and yeah. Um, and I mean, if you have a videographer, that may also be the case for the videographers. But even even when they're there, I, I generally find that I'm still around the, the client more for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it falls on the photographer a lot of the time to kind of massage out issues as they come up and, and keep things on on schedule. Very, very, it's unfortunately the exception, not the rule, that I seem to be working with a wedding planner that, like, 
understands the balance of giving me my space to do what I want, but also like really being helpful with shuffling family along during the family pictures and like getting people on the buses while I'm doing stuff that I'm supposed to, instead of me having to like yell around the entire time. I'm thinking more to like the family picture part of yeah. the day. I find it to be fairly rare. Yeah. that I, I know. I, I would say... Very, actually very rare and, that and I that worked that with happens. the planner a couple of weeks ago and she took the list and started calling out names and arranging people for the pictures and That's I was awesome. like wow thank you so much this is really <laughs> nice she's like yeah I mean I don't I'm not quite sure when it became the photographer's job to have to wrangle family um, I want you to just be able to take the best pictures that you can so I got this and I was just like cool my draw was on the floor <laughs> like that, actually good point why is it the photographer's response yeah of course it's a photographer's response to pose the group or get people lined up where and how you want them. But why is it on the photographer to like get uncle a to, you know, aunt a right in spot B <laughs> like, like uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I thought that was really amazing and it's cool. You know, I want to work with her as, as much as I can now. Cause it's, <laughs> um, yeah, it's totally the exception though. I think planners, if they were doing, if they were more aware of that, then it would make life a lot easier. But. Yeah, you know, and planners have uh, a totally different set of priorities than the photographer, generally speaking. Um, oh, yeah. They've got a lot more to juggle, and they've been working with the client more in the days leading up, or in the months and years maybe leading up to the wedding. Um, so it's understandable that they would want yeah. more control. And, and it's a little bit of a bummer in that I don't want to make more work for myself by having to schedule a bunch of meetings ahead of time to talk with a wedding planner. But at the same time, I don't want the wedding planner to plan every part of the day for me, including right. all the, all the picture related things. Like, oh, the, yeah. Like we're going to do portraits at 12 noon. That's the best time to do that. Exactly. Because it's the best time because, because that's the when most the trucks are moved in the right position for them not to be in the way. And like all these other things in the schedule might align perfectly to do photos then but oh yeah that's a horrible time to do pictures no matter what the circumstances because the light is bad right right (laughs) but you know the the planner has i don't know i've i've worked a lot you know I've, i've worked with lots of planners and i think that the good ones really recognize that each vendor not just them you know has a has if you know if they especially if they had some control over who they picked for a photographer, which, you know, sometimes I've been, they've been like, Oh, our planner recommended you. Yeah. Um, then they know that I'm the professional and they need to trust. And the, the planner will assure the client that I'm trustworthy enough to handle the photography even Mm -hmm. more than the planner is, uh, Mm -hmm. which I think, which I think is pretty cool. And when you, when you land a planner like that, stick with them yeah absolutely um do you seem to do you think that uh many of the issues i for lack of a better word but the the, maybe the problems or things that you kind of have to spend more time dealing with are a result of uh the planner's ideas being planted inside the client's mind or actually the client wanting these things and that i mean mostly like getting a four-page shot list dumped on you do you think that generally tends to be the the client just just doing it because they think so or do you think it's a recommendation from a planner um i 
I, you know, I don't know if there's really a way of knowing exactly what that yeah. is, but I think that the type of client that has a crazy planner um, is also the type of client to micromanage you, the type of client to micromanage you. Yeah. Uh, and to say that we want all these things. And I've been fairly fortunate recently in, in my clients being pretty open to like my ideas, um, yeah. and, and Same. open to my suggestions of when, of, you know, what to do. Cause in a lot of cases I'm dealing with people that don't have planners and for all intents and purposes, I'm helping them plan their yeah. basic schedule. Yeah. Um, but in, t but I don't know, I don't think that I experience planners really taking really like making oh. the client you know Decent, yeah. freak out uh, over most, certain things I, i've had now a few times in the past couple months a client send a, a giant shot list really it's something i explicitly talk about in the client meeting and in the like questionnaire yeah, prep that i send like hey you know only shot list i need is family pictures that's it no other shot list required and so i'm really confused about why i get these giant ripped off of the knot you know shot lists and i've replied back to every single one of them and they've all come back and said Oh yeah, you know this is just something that was uh, linked to and recommended in our oh, wedding our planner pack by yeah I mm. guess the planner or maybe something else that they were helping to plan from and uh, yeah I mean whoever wrote that article on the nod I wish I wish I could hack the crap out of them and just <laughs> have that taken down because it's I, I just can't think of a single photographer that is excited excited about yeah that and like thinks that it's necessary or a good thing to have. Oh yeah, I should definitely have a shot of grandma crying while looking at bride cutting cake. You know? Yes, exactly. I really am happy that you reminded me to get that photo because I need that <laughs> yeah. photo for sure. Grandma, I'm going to need you to cry now, but do it right here. And Can we get some Visine? Let's get yeah. some Visine in here. Pause, wait, don't don't cut that cake. We need grandma in here. Get <laughs> you know, I, I in, it's funny, especially with like Indian weddings, Stuff like that will actually happen where you, where oh, really? you'll, you'll have like four videographers and like three photographers and, and they'll be like, and the mother of the bride is like handing like a napkin or something to like the <laughs> yeah. bride. And then it's like, and you know, there's a like hundred photos being taken and it's great. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Man, I just had a great segue and it totally has escaped my mind. Bummer. Darn it. To videographers. Damn. Yeah, it was something about, uh, nah, something about it. Oh, well. It's a glitch in the matrix. They're Bummer. changing something. Yeah. No, it's not deja vu. So, all right, videographers. Um, generally speaking, I've had a pretty pretty fine time dealing with videographers on the day of. I mean, yeah. Uh, at least we're lucky in a way that most of our equipment means we can move and be very nimble and quick. And, and work around them That's a heck of a lot easier than they can work around us. You know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm starting to think maybe it's like, maybe something about DC make, like, I feel like the videographers that I've worked with have been very professional and a lot of them do kind of the same thing you and me do, which is like, yeah, you know, during the week, sometimes they'll be shooting, you know, like press corporate. events or corporate yeah. events or something like that. And, they understand that like, I don't know, a lot of videographers are, they just have this really nice, like kind of chilled out mentality about them because I feel like a lot of the news, news videographers I know are like so stressed 
yeah. that like when I see them, I feel like I, I feel the stress, but they look, <laughs> yeah. they look fine. But like, I can sense like this, this yeah. horrible, like anxiety under the surface. That's hilarious. I know exactly what you're I talking about. I wonder if that's the same way with budding videographers. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but thankfully it is rare that I've had like, but it still happens where you get a videographer yeah, that's, that's got true. just an older rig, a more traditional video rig. And so it's a huge camera that requires a giant tripod on wheels. Oh, and, man. um, really yeah. you get some, you get those. Still? I still get that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The, the only thing that I find the most frustrating is when they throw up their own lights on like the dance floor. Sometimes it can work great, but yeah. it's like they don't understand color temperature. Because half the time, I swear to God, they're daylight and everything else in the room is tungsten. Yeah. And it doesn't match. And you just have to, you know, hope that the skin tones don't have weird color bleed and crossover happening. Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It can be kind of cool just as working as a backlight and stuff like that. But um, it's just kind of yeah weird. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. So what do you do? Um, so you... You, so it's the wedding day. You're you're approaching the venue and or approaching the uh, the bridal suite, and uh, you know you 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 learn at that point videographer is going to be there. Um, what do you did, what do you did do? I tell you? Did I tell you about the wedding a couple weeks ago? <laughs> that uh, so the, the uh, yeah. What I do is of course like introduce myself. Hey, what's up? Like good to see you, and see where they've stashed their truckload of equipment mm -hmm. just so that I can be out of the way. Um, but dude, what happened last weekend was hilarious. Or two weeks ago, I was we, videographer and I were shooting the bride putting her dress. She was just about to put her dress in or get in her dress and somebody knocks on the door and it was two people dressed in mostly black with a bunch of camera equipment. It wasn't okay. video equipment, but it, they were still photographers. And, uh, I was like, huh, this is, this is weird. <laughs> uh, so they just kind of came in. I didn't answer the door. I just saw them coming in and, uh, bride was like totally not paying attention. Just getting ready to get in her dress, pretty nervous. And, I feel like you know. I see where this is going, but continue. Yeah. And, uh, and I started shooting, 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 and um, I turned around, and I was finally like, so, you know, I let them take a few pictures before I was like, so who are you Who are you guys with? And they're like, oh, the blah, blah, blah wedding. And these are last name, and I don't ever remember my couple's last names. And I was just like, <laughs> um, so I said the first names, and they were like, uh, no. It's like, oh, you guys are definitely in the wrong room. Oh, no. So for like five minutes, this other team of two photographers were like trying to shoot in the room. And, you know, I'm trying to think like, man, mate, did, did the planner hire a photographer? Because that's happened before. Oh, we should talk about that. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Or did, uh, did they like, you know, did they... Did the client forget to cancel on this other photographer or something <laughs> weird? Like, it's what is happened going on? Before. And, you know, how, how do you say that in a way that's not uncomfortable? Um, anyway, yeah, it was it was funny. So they just peeled out, and like, oh, th crap. thankfully everything was, was fine with the dress being put on. But it was just such a crazy time for that totally weird thing to happen. That is really funny. Uh, yeah, but usually if I see other people, I just assume they're with the videographers because it seems like they always have teams of at least two or three people. Yeah, I remember four. that wedding we did in uh, River Riverside, California. Um, 
Oh, okay. right. And there was like five. <laughs> I think there's a team of five, maybe six. They oh. were best friends. Well, really close, I think, friends with the groom who was a wedding photographer. And he was just, you know, you guys do your thing. And so they brought like six people because yeah. they did. They wanted to do a same day edit. Yeah, which, which was I, good, right? As far it, it as I was, remember. but I also freaking hate same day edits <laughs> because it always gets people like totally through the moon, like, holy crap, look at the same day edit, look how amazing it is. And, uh, and then I'm sitting there like, damn it, there, you know, <laughs> all the wind from my sail has been completely taken out. Like any goodwill and like chemistry that I've generated with people for the still photos throughout the entire day has just been completely erased because everybody is so excited to see this video and I've got nothing that I won't blog for probably a couple of days at <laughs> the best. And it just sucks. I just hate it because I'm just like, damn it, I can't compete with that. Even if I could do a same day slideshow. And I also think it's hilarious. It's like, okay, where do you draw the line? Like, is, is the end of the video that you're doing at the same day, uh, everybody sitting down to watch the video that they're now watching? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just think it's funny to see, like, what you were just doing two hours earlier. Uh, whatever. It, uh, but it is, it is a pretty powerful marketing tool. I will tell you, that one guy, Ryan something or other, um, yeah. mm -hmm. who did a wedding that I was second shooting for you in yep. Maryland, that was... The most amazing freaking same day edit I have ever seen. Yeah. I was, it was awesome. I literally was like blown away. I was like, damn. I know. <laughs> I was like, that's why it wow. works. Like marketing tool straight up. You put a little, you know, collection of business cards and they're your next five weddings for sure. Yeah. Make people freaking go crazy. But then, then we had to deal the rest of the night with people like, oh yeah, that video was so good. I'm like, nah, we're the still photographers. Sorry. Oh, that wasn't yeah. And it's just awkward. It's just like, yeah. Mm, oh, well. That is funny. So, yeah. okay. So you go in, you introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah try and go out of my way to just uh up front say just let me know if i'm in your shot at all like you know I i'm happy to move hopefully they reciprocate with a similar gesture yeah mo uh, most videographers that i work with are like as soon as i say something like that they're like oh you know you're you know you're the like you need you get what you need to get we're gonna be here all day you know grabbing you know, stuff and, around you. Yeah. So we'll work around you. And I was like, okay, great, cool. And my favorite yes. ones by far are the ones that actually do that <laughs> uh, instead of the ones that say they will and then continue to do whatever they want. That's true. Without any awareness. Yeah. But yeah. I, and I also love the ones that for the portrait time of the day, they don't like do anything more than kind of hover around. Mm -hmm. It's nice when they don't get too hands-on because yeah. then you just have half the amount of time that you would normally to, to work with people and pose them and do things. But yeah. Um, at the, at the same time, it's kind of nice to have someone else like take them and, uh, do their thing and you get a break to look, look out for the next shot or idea that you have. Nice. What is that? Yep. It's called a split focused diopter. So not for the that? record, Sam is holding up a circular item with a lens that is on like half of it. Yeah, it's a split focused adapter. I've used it for a few shots, but it essentially lets you um, 
Have you ever seen on TV, you're like convinced that it's a composite shot because somebody is in focus in the foreground yeah. and the background? Yeah. They're just shooting with the split focus diopter oh, cool. that makes the camera lens nearsighted for half the frame and farsighted for the other half and basically gives you stuff in the foreground and the background in focus at the same time. It's That's pretty awesome. cool. Yep. Yep. But instead of getting like Sounds a handy. like a tilt shift blur, you know, slice of focus, you just get a little gradient right down the middle of the shot. Where seems pretty natural. The, yeah, it's kind of cool looking. It can work really well. So anyway, sorry, I was just fiddling, fiddling with it. Gotcha. So what do you do? Do you do anything different than that? That you just you know introduce yourself professionally and then just hope for the best? <laughs> like I mean, my main thing is I just go in there and I'm, you know, I just want the videographers. My main goal is to is that the videographers will stay out of my way and then that and that I will be able to do my work and allow the, and I really want them to be able to do their work as well. So I pretty much just walk in there and say, "Hey, yeah. um, you know, I'll just introduce myself and just kind of indicate that I'm not a douche. Like I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. I'm just I'm like a yeah. you know, I try to be like pretty nice to everybody just wear that on your shirt well i don't know sometimes people think that i'm a jerk when i'm really not <laughs> yeah. i'm like kind of nice and yeah. um i just want to you know go out of my way to just be like hey guys it's really important to and i've sort of said this before but establishing yourself as a photographer is important um kind of yeah. assert your assert your dominance in the in the uh in the wedding scenario and just make sure that they know that yeah. you're the guy and, um, yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, then one of the things that when you do let them just run free and do their thing, uh, it's a little, um, it's a little bit of a bummer sometimes because they did, they tend to be the ones that are like, okay, can we do that again? Now? Right. Can you come back in and like and it, zip her dress up and it's just and like, it can, hey, now you're recreating moments. This is so annoying. <laughs> yeah. And it can induce fatigue in like photo fatigue, which is oh, a yeah. totally real thing in the bride and groom. I don't, you know, I definitely want, I'm, I'm like hyper conscious of like yeah. the mood of the bride and groom on the day of hyper conscious. Yeah. Like if, if there's one thing I'm thinking about more than photography, like yeah. it's how, like, how are, how how are they vibe? feeling? Like I yes. want to make sure their day is going well. And, and uh, with I've four got a, photographer, yeah. four cameras in your face at any given moment, it can be really stressful. Um, so I, I tend to, and, but some brides love that, you know, some people yes. love that they they've hired yeah. four people because they want, for people, yeah. you know, and it's that's something cool. I explicitly say, talk about setting expectations. If people haven't hired a videographer yet, I say like, make sure you get a good, clear sense of exactly what their team is like and their workflow. Like if you're going to have four people around you, make sure and know that <laughs> Like, you don't want to find out on the wedding day that who, when you thought it was just a team of one videographer, it's actually five right. or something insane. Like make sure that you're very you do your research and I try and like give them a little sense of my experience with that. Um, basically everything we just talked about, I should just start sending people to our podcasts. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah, yeah. You think you want to hire me here? Uh, go listen to my podcast and then get back to me if you're still interested. <laughs> anyway. Go, um, yeah. Listen to the one about expectations. Or but you know, it's something people don't really think about because they're not married. Uh, or they haven't been married yet. And it's like, yeah, it might be a little bit annoying to have a videographer yeah. or two photographers and two backup 
videographers and, and all this stuff. But it does, it really kind of kills me when it's just like, you know, you just had this amazing, great little moment. And then the videographers are like, okay, now can we do this again? Do you, do you mind like zipping up her dress again or, or rebuttoning up her dress or, right. or uh, you know, hugging your father again? And it's just like, well, now it feels like we're just here for theater. <laughs> like this isn't, you know, the moment has already passed. You're supposed right. to have gotten it. Like that's, that's what this is about. Not, not asking them to, to do things over and over again for the shot. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, also understand that they, they got to do what they got to do to get the yeah. shot. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, we're, we're all there to do a job. So it's okay. Uh, you, you just, and definitely, you know, and again, like the bride and groom have hired the videographers because they want a good video. So, you know, making sure that that happens is, you know, should mm-hmm. also be on your priority list. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should definitely be working with them, not against them. And hopefully you get a videography crew that's professional and works with you instead of against you as well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's because of the equipment they have to use and there's just a certain extra layer of uh, um, intrusiveness that's required with video. But I do feel like they aren't generally as sensitive to, like you said, the client's mood as maybe we are, or maybe that's just us. I'm sure there are other photographers that aren't as sensitive either, but I don't know. But that also has to do with the nature of how videography and photography are polar opposites almost in terms of like how, how, like just their whole idea behind them. I mean, like with a photographer, our goal is to capture like one, you know, one two hundredth of a second, you know, like moment. And then that's in some cases, that's all you need is one two hundredth of a second. And you've got what you need with videographers. They're, you know, they're going on for minutes on end, just trying to grab, you know, a, a, not just one tiny moment in time, but yeah. A, a big set of moments in time and you need to, um, well, you know, and that's a different thing, but it can be done. You can have it both ways. Uh, I've been really excited to see Nessa start doing video and she's doing it from an approach that's just completely freaking awesome. I was going to say, she, it sounds interesting. Zero direction from her. She's got just uh, handheld uh, DSLR, um, tons of, and it's like eight millimeter style, all, all, you know, they, the entire end product is a three and a half long, um, video to one song basically. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it allows her to just be completely candid and totally free of any, um, any responsibility other than capturing what she thinks looks cool <laughs> and then editing Man. into this video that there's no audio to deal with. There's no miking people up. There's, there's none of that really forced kind of starts to feel like you're on a reality TV show type of, you know, vibe. Right. Um, yeah. She, and she pulls it off very well, but it's very, very stylized and, you know, only a very specific kind of clients right. kind of want, want that. Right. And I could, I can definitely see, see that. I think I, yeah. oh man, that would be awesome. I, I, I like, and that's the thing too, is like when I think about wedding videos or like our wedding video, for instance, which was just like one of the bridesmaids boyfriend, just with a yeah, handy cam, handy cam. And, uh, How did and that turn out? well, we haven't really watched all of it, but we okay. watched parts of it and it's awesome because it's just, awesome. 
you know, it's just from the perspective of like one of the people that's at the wedding. Yeah, you're taking out this whole like stagey, like crazy cinema. Are you hearing those alerts? No. They come? Okay, they're, they seem like they're coming. I occasionally get an alert here and it's very distracting for me, but I'm glad you don't hear it. <laughs> um, I can recreate it if you want. Bing. Yeah, there it is. Oh my God. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just starts to feel like theater after a little while when you get yeah. enough like steady cams and r- rails and yeah. stuff and, and direction. It's, uh, right. And again, I just have to point out that some people love that. Um, it's, yep. the, it's the reason why if you search DC wedding photographer, you know, the first couple of ones that come up are just these bizarre um, fo- photos, you know, yeah. that, that, they seem like paparazzi photos almost where maybe that's what the bride wants is she wants to feel like a celebrity that's being followed around by a crazy photographer. Um, and you know, and I've seen, you know, I've been to enough Indian weddings where it's like, they want like a video crew there to like document like this whole week of, of like insanity and yeah with like a giant crane and, they, and yeah, drones and they want like a movie at the end you know yeah. and yeah. those the people those videographers that do that work are you know the ones that do it well are awesome like mm-hmm. and i've seen some great video but it's um yeah it's it's a different style um and the weddings that i prefer to shoot uh are the ones where it's a little more little more intimate, a little more, um, naive almost like a little more unsure of what's happening. Um, and just kind of going through because that's, I mean, not to get all philosophical on you, but that's kind of what marriage is. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Oh, I like that. Uh, it's kind of on, you're Mm -hmm. not really sure what's going to happen in the next 40 years, but do you ever get referrals from videographers like to, from clients? I feel like most clients book the photographer hmm. first. Yeah, I think so too. But I've, no, I've, I've seen a number of, I've been to a number of client meetings where they're like, you're the last thing we're doing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, that makes me feel like yeah. good, I think. Or yeah. either they took, best for last. Yeah, they I don't know. Yeah, they couldn't <laughs> find what they wanted, right? So you're telling me like you didn't so know until t- you saw so my work. Yeah, you're telling me that like you searched far and wide yeah. and like out of all the photographers in the world, I'm the most special. Um, but yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think I've gotten a lot of referrals. Yeah. I was just curious. I've given a lot of referrals. Um, yeah, me too. That's, that's where it seems to flow in that direction. So I don't know. Um, all right. Let me see here. Videographers. I mean, anything else you want to note about videographers yeah i don't i don't think so i mean you know and i think if, uh, really it's the videographers and the wedding planners that are the two biggest vendors you're ever going to interact with as a wedding you know or at least what i interact with I, so i think my advice is like when you i don't know i mean when you when you're when you're on it when you're by yourself you know when you're it's just one photographer for and you've got them the whole day there's not a planner you know it's no nothing like that you've got a lot of control when there's and I feel like I love that because it feels like there's never there's never anything that I'm doing that isn't worth me doing. Right. Like, like, there's never a photo that I'm taking that anybody else is going to come nearly as close to getting as good as, as well as I will. And, and it just feels like there's I'm valued the entire day. 
I actually like that pressure. Yeah, and I think I, I agree. I think it makes it makes you work harder for sure. But yeah. my advice is when you are when you have a wedding, uh, when you have a videographer at your wedding or a video crew, you know, just like become a team player and like be and be sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. grandfather, grandfather clock. clock in the background nice. here. I'm at my father-in-law's house. Um, become a team player and just, you know, and really be, be nice and respectful, but, you know, and get what you need. But at the same time, understand that there's a lot of cameras, there's a lot of moving parts and, you know, being nice to everyone and um, is going to, is going to benefit the client in the end. Yeah, um, Absolutely. It's hilarious. I stumbled onto yet another Instagram feed where all it is is like pictures of roads and mountains. Nice. It's like, come on. Hey, look, you know, some people like that. Yeah, I know. What's really funny is that like every scene landscape shot that this guy posts is like a couple of thousand interactions. And then every time there's a person in it, even if it's a really nice shot, it's like half the number of likes. Really? It's kind of weird. That, yeah. that just tells me that the people that are following him want his photos in their news feed, you know, in, and like if don't there's something people. else in there, then yeah. it's like, eh. Yeah, I don't, exactly. It's crazy. I just want to know if this is a f- fad or if it's forever going to be the case. What? That, um, pictures of landscapes or just people eat them up like candy. Dude, I mean, have you ever seen a really good Ansel Adams shot? You know? Of course. Well. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if I looked at it every single day, I think I'd get kind of bored, you know? I don't know. A lot, there's, I feel like, I feel like I could look at those every day and just be like, man. I mean, yeah. all it would be would just be kind of marveling at like the beauty of whatever it was that was shot. Probably not the photographer or anything like that. But yeah, I just think after a while, I just would start feeling like, why? Why am I not out of these places? <laughs> it makes <laughs> well, me mad. <laughs> and that—that's I—I I can tell you that Abby is kind of the same way, where she's like, I wish that I was just every time she sees like a photo of something awesome, she's like, we should go to Denver, or like, yeah. you know, we should like go. I miss the redwoods. Denver? Or, what? <laughs> I don't know. Denver's nice. Yeah, Denver's I don't know. Nice. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, we went out there a couple of years ago, and. Um, we we went on this amazing hike and i've got some pretty sweet photos from that and every time she looks at those she's like dang it we need to go back there you know yeah yeah even though there's no people it's it's interesting this person is also speaking at a conference i'm really curious what their topic's going to be on i don't know i mean do you think that how to go hiking at sunset (laughs) i'm being a little Old Don't be a man. jerk. Get off my lawn, kids. Ah, uh, dang it. I was going to talk about something. I can't remember what it was, though. Oh, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I've got my first shoot at the White House tomorrow. Nice. I've never shot at the White House before. And, nice. Uh, I, cool. I, I think I'm actually not shooting inside. Um, I was going to say, did you need to get security clearance, or were they... I don't think I need to get a security cl- I hope not, because I didn't yeah. get one. Um, but they... Um, I did need to sign up for like a, like a, and register. Um, yeah. but I'm following like a group of research students and we're going to be cool. going around in there. And then I think they just want a photo. I think literally the only reason I'm there is to take a photo of them inside the grounds of the white mm-hmm. house, like, but outside with the white house in the background. So 
Hmm. I don't think I'm shooting inside. I think I'm just going to be following them for like two hours while they're inside without taking any photos. But hey, interesting free trip yeah. to the White House. Nice. Hey, yeah, enjoy it. Maybe I'll see something. Maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll see Obama. Is, have you ever been on a tour of the White House or anything? No. Nope. No. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any pointers? Yeah, I used to be friends with a Secret Service agent. Really? He hooked it up. Yeah. You know, one of my clients actually is like a radio guy uh for the white house like he's he's the white house radio talk talk show well or something i don't think you ever met him but there were two employees at the press club laura and julie you know julie shot Mm -hmm. her wedding with me yeah (laughs) but they 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 worked for the white house video all video that the white house put out wow um they edited and or filmed and shot and all that that's sweet Um, however their offices were not located in the white house they were a block away but still pretty cool gig yeah that's awesome A lot of that stuff in D.C. But anyway, all right. Well, what do you, you know, got been, going on this week? Uh, I'm just going to Detroit tomorrow. Hey, Popcorn. What's up, buddy? Well, he's, not gonna, he's not going to talk. But um, he might start peeing next to me, though. He's been pretty bad recently. Yeah. It's like dachshunds look out the window whenever it's too cold and just, I guess I'll be <laughs> peeing inside today. <laughs> so I'll be yeah. pooping indoors. So anyway, yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to Detroit. Uh, for a workshop on Tuesday, that'll be pretty exciting. And then, um, are you going to be back in time for band practice on Wednesday? I think so. Let me check here. Actually, yeah, yeah. we're back by four thirty. Okay, oop, five fifty. So probably we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll have to hit the hit the car uh, pretty pretty quick. Yeah, we'll we'll park at the airport or something. Anyway, uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, that's all I got going on. Um, cool band practice. Nothing too crazy. And then next week I'm going to Cleveland for a workshop. Oh, nice. So. There's Cleveland good food rocks. there. I can I can give you some recommendations. Oh, please do. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I found any. I didn't really have any good food in Orlando. Oh, wait. I had a Jersey Mike's sub in Orlando, the airport, and it was freaking amazing. I'd never had Jersey Mike's before. Jersey Mike's is all right. so good. Dude, I'm talking like Pat's level. You had good. a steak? Yes. I had a steak with the... Oh. They had some... I don't know. It was amazing. It blew my mind for something that was like a chain. That's awesome. And in St. Louis, I also had one of the best sandwiches ever. I can't remember what it was called, though. It was just sort of like this, oh, we, let's not talk about food. I'm getting right. hungry. So. Well, um, <laughs> What about you? You got anything going on? Just uh, the shoot at the White House? Doing shoot at the White House and then um, following them around for... I've got actually shooting them the next, the following two days as well, Tuesday and Wednesday. So awesome. it should hi, be pops. pretty fun. Oh, hey, pop, Popcorn. He's smelling the microphone. You can hear him smelling. He's licking he's Sam's face. He's licking me. Yep. Um, yeah, he, I don't know. He got, he got fixed last week, so. Hmm. Sorry, dude. I should say it got fixed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, then then we've got Easter at our house in Richmond, so. I forgot about Easter. Cool. Yeah, we're nice. having the whole fam and a couple of friends over, so. Oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually having any friends over. I have a shoot that day. Don't don't worry. You have a shoot on Easter? Yes, an engagement session. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be fun. Cool. Um, All right. Well, Nessa just got home, so I'm gonna go. And uh, yeah, dude. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to you later on. Later.